Hello, everybody. Welcome to Narrative Live. It's a Wednesday evening. We have part two of our anti-vaxxer myth show coming up tonight. We're really excited to have you with us. And here's Heidi Kuda in LA. How are you doing, Heidi? I am well. My dad would love that opening so much. It's just so beautiful. It really is. You know, Matt Fowler did that, and it's just an incredible piece of, of music. So um, I'm so thrilled that he did that for us. We have a big show tonight, and this is a lot of your work that you've done because we're going to be listening to tapes actual tapes and watching actual tapes where we're going to see the making of one of these anti-vaxxer myths. You know, we've seen and heard them over months and years. Now we're going into the machine that really creates these myths and these lies that has created an anti-vaxxer movement, which quite frankly has been costing thousands of American lives. Tell us a little bit more about what we're going to see tonight. Well, yes, we're going to actually uh, take you right into the to the sausage factory where you will actually hear um, how this rhetoric um, is presented to people who then go out and proselytize it throughout the country. Uh, and we're also gonna trace the why of it. Um, mm -hmm. It's very, very sus. And like you just said, Zev, um, the urgency is, uh, it's, it's a bit terrifying. We are losing lives. People are being brainwashed by very crafty propaganda. Yeah, and people, you know, in this show won't be surprised to hear that it's a, a propaganda effort, that it's an op, but we're going to show you exactly how it is an op and how important it is that we shut that down. So that's coming up in our second block. Also, just to try something different and new tonight, we're going to ask everyone who's watching this stream right now to retweet the stream right now. We want to see what happens to our audience uh, when that happens. So if you if you want to, you're not asking, not forcing you, of course, but if you if you would be so kind, um, you know, retweet this tweet right now, the stream, and let's see if that uh, changes our uh, our audience numbers and gets the message out to even more people because it is a really important show. Uh, on the same lines, we ask you to uh, please note our sponsors tonight, Maiden and Moink. They're great. Uh, products and we really want you to uh, support them because they really support us. There's no ways we could afford to do any of this without the support that we get from you, our viewers, and also the advertisers that we have on the show. So with all of that uh, now said, we can do the starting block. Yay. Yeah, I do love this thing. So plenty of stuff in the news today. Last night I was relieved. I stayed up a little bit late, but not that late because it was over so quickly when um, when Gavin Newsom was uh, soundly defeated that recall effort. That was a pretty impressive thing that he pulled off there. You're in California. What's the mood mm -hmm. like there? Oh, relief. When we activate our base, we are unstoppable. Uh, and Newsom stomped this uh, phonus balonus recall. As you know, um, we have the same dark money problem that the, the uh, that's, you know, on the federal level where we don't even know where some of the money was coming from that created this uh, mess. So lawsuits actually were filed to determine who was paying for it. You mean in terms of how it started, the original effort, we don't know how that was even begun. And because uh, as you found out through your research, a lot of it comes from oil money. You know, it's not really yes. a grassroots effort to recall no. a, a governor. This is stuff that's coming from oil. Um, oil, you oil know. Exactly. Only 3% came from people. The mm. rest was industry. So that would include the religious right, which is one of the lawsuits, you know, somebody donated $500,000 to the recall effort. And there literally was a lawsuit filed in order to figure out who this person was because they're using shell companies 
And why? Because California's got the fifth largest economy in the world, and wouldn't they like to get their hands on that? So they right. being the GOP. So we're still. There certainly blue. seems to be uh, you know three possible answers when you figure out, try to figure out where all of this is coming from. It's either uh, Russia and China, oil money, or the extreme right, the religious right in in America. Those are the top three choices every time one of these things comes up and uh, we need to start looking at those squarely and, and defeating them. Um, the other big story of the day in story number two on our um, on our starting block today is that incredible book that's still causing waves. I haven't read the book to be completely honest, but I've heard enough about it to be able to say a few things. And this is the book called Peril by Bob Woodward and Robert Costa, who both from the Washington Post. And the thing that seems to be getting everyone's attention is General Mark Milley's uh, attempts and successful attempts to really block any um, you know, military maneuver or any last minute uh, provocative effort by the outgoing uh, president to you know, incite some sort of war, you know, create some provocation, anything to keep himself in power. And it's stunning to me. Uh, I was going to read the, the, the actual excerpts here, but I do not have them available, so I won't. But it's stunning to me that we have such a short memory, Heidi. Like It seems to me that we, we've already figured out that uh, Donald Trump is a Russian asset. In other words, <laughs> he's not working in our interests and, you know, and Russia and China are aligned. Right. You cannot look at those two countries apart. You, they just are operating for the same reasons. They're operating together. It's not my saying. They really are strategic partners. If you look anywhere, Russia and China are strategic partners. They do their military exercises together. They do whatever they do together. So, you know, when we look at Donald Trump starting a potential conflict with China, it would have been because China and Russia wanted a potential conflict with China and Russia. In other words, they would have been provoking a war with themselves. And so Milley was not acting as a traitor as Donald Trump was mm -hmm. claiming on Newsmax last night. Donald mm -hmm. Trump is the traitor. He is the guy <laughs> causing treason. And it's Mark Milley who went in as a hero, as a patriot, as an American, and was able to stop that. Uh, and, you know, in cases like that, I think you throw the rules out of the, you know, the, out the window. They don't matter so much because one's a patriot, Mark Milley patriot, Donald Trump, Russian asset. Uh, you know, keep that in mind always because it helps you, uh, you know, it helps you understand the picture that we're dealing with here. It's frustrating. Uh, I got to say, I, we've been doing this for so many years, but somehow people seem to give him legitimacy. And I think it's because of the GOP. I think it's because I think we just need to put it on a T-shirt or something, and maybe they'll, <laughs> they'll get will. it. But you know, when when Marco Rubio calls it an act of treachery, we we know it's the opposite. And if right. you know Biden says he's a patriot, you can probably bank on it. Of course, he's a patriot. Can you imagine taking that uh, that burden on yourself to go and stop a potential military conflict like that? And of course, it would have been in China's interest to um, to start some sort of conflict when they're the ones in charge of how it's going to operate. You know, the thing that's really interesting for me is the amount of Chinese influences we've uncovered here on this show uh, involved in January the 6th. So this idea that, you know, they're surprised that China was somehow surprised, caught off guard, whatever they, they weren't surprised or caught off guard. They knew exactly what they were dealing with because they are the ones who sparked it partially. I mean, certainly a lot of the, um, the, the Epoch Times and that kind of stuff as we've been looking at here on this show seem to be aligned with China's interests. Uh, Bannon, Wow, all those people, uh, you know, that's, those are Chinese influence operations designed to uh, make our country less stable and more polarized. And in fact, it's got a lot to do with what we're discussing in the next segment. So when we're going to come back and we're going to talk to Sean Connor about this, uh, this incredible investigation that he has done and you've done into how 
the anti-vax myths are created. Uh, we'll be coming around this theme again. I do look forward to the treachery of uncovering uh, Trump's Chinese bank accounts. We know they exist. What are they for? You know, if there's anything that's treacherous, it's that. Well, you know, there is that $200 million loan that we still, you know, China denies they ever gave Donald Trump. But, you know, I don't buy uh, what China says at face value. Not not anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. Mm -hmm. Plus, there's more, I'm sure. And those trademarks. And my favorite is Ivanka's uh, daughter singing, uh, you know, on, on video, at, uh, some sort of song to Xi. Did you ever see that? Disturbing. Yes. Disturbing very, AF, very talented young say. girl. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll be right back after this and we'll go into the part two of our big exclusive, the anti-vaxxer myth that's coming up next on Narrative. Hey folks, it's Zev. Thanks for supporting Narrative. Here's a question. Why are 97% of the chicken served in the US dipped in chlorine? Yes, chlorine. Well, it's simple because big food doesn't have the same quality standards as the family farm. That's why you need moinkbox.com. With Moink, you get the highest quality meat you've ever tasted while supporting real family farms. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon direct to your door, helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all the other junk you find prepackaged in the meat aisle. I love moink, and I know you will too. Moink meat is so delicious, if you want to get the absolute best quality while supporting the little guy, I recommend you get to moink right now. Join the moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash narrative. And listeners to this show get free bacon for a year. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time only. Spelt moink, M-O-I-N-K. That's moo and oink together. Moinkbox.com slash narrative. N-A-R-A-T-I-V. That's moinkbox.com slash narrative. And we're back. Thank you for joining us on Narrative tonight. Here's Sean Connor. Uh, hey, Sean, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having me, man. I'm a big fan. I've been following you for a while and <clears throat> appreciate it. It's great to have you here. You've been doing some terrific work. Why don't you tell everyone what you do so they, they have a handle on, on how you have gotten to the story we're getting to tonight? Sure. Uh, we have, uh, my wife and I, we've owned a, uh, a litigation support firm. So we, uh, we're a boutique litigation support firm. What we do is we, hear, we help plaintiffs, attorneys do um, research and analysis for whatever cases they may be working on. She has a PhD cellular That's in molecular really biology. Yeah, so she does, uh, she helps. What is she, she's got a PhD policy. in what? She sounds, uh, that sounds like a, a very... Cellular and molecular biology. Uh, that sounds like yes. something I know nothing about and uh, we'll never know. <laughs> we'll yeah, never we'll be like, able to figure out. Um, yeah. Cool. So, That's really so good stuff you, can you do. Trade on her. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she does causation and helps attorneys you know, uh, pass all bear challenges. I do audiovisual stuff for trial, uh, demonstrative evidence, and I do research uh, analysis and, and help them with the discovery. So I've been doing that for about five years now. Yeah. You actually are a good lawyer that does good things for the world. That's uh, well, that's a rare thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's who we try and surround ourselves with, you know. That's why uh, there's not uh, there's not a ton of people out there, but uh, there's a few, and that's uh, that's all it takes. Oh, amazing, good for you. So yesterday on the show we had Ann Nelson on, and uh, I keep forgetting his name because it's just uh, 
uh, the doctor, Doctor Nick Sawyer, and I love it, Sawyer. Nick Tom yeah. Sawyer. That might ah, be that's you. so His easy name to remember. Is actually, right? Nick Tom Sawyer. Is it really? Yeah, <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, so Nick, Nick was on the show, and uh, and so was Anne talking about the influence that the Council for National Policy has had in terms of driving this anti-vaxxer phenomenon that has happened in this country. So you know, a lot of us think, oh, you know, there's the other side that don't want to get their 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 vaccinations, and why are they doing that? We can't understand why they're doing it. Well, they're doing it because they're getting a huge amount of influence uh, thrown at them from outside sources. And one of those things we discovered in our show yesterday was those one of those outside sources was the Council for National Policy. Um, and tonight we're going to be continuing on that theme because we're going to be looking at other sources of influence and actually showing people some of the, the tapes and listening to some of the tapes that prove that this is where it comes from. This is not just our say-so. It, it's, you know, this is actual evidence where we can see and hear how these, um, you know, these death uh, myths are being constructed. I mean, they really are, you know, we, we call, can call them whatever we want, but they're killing people. At the end of the right. day, these are instruments of death. Um, yeah. And we need to be careful about um, making sure that we don't just gloss over them because it's quite easy to gloss over them, but they're actually incredibly destructive. That's right. In fact, guys, that's how I connected with you all was, I think Heidi was one of your long form posts on Twitter that connected Anne and, and Doctor. And so I, that's how I, I reached out because we had been doing obviously research in the same area. We'd been preparing a false claims act case to file with the Department of Justice on this group. Um, and we did file it, not going to end up getting the false claims case, but still that that's where our research came from. And so once I saw that you post that, um, and then of, of course, Anne's work in the area, et cetera, that's how we, that's how we all got connected. Hmm. It's great. And of course, Jim Stewartson, our good friend, all right. connecting dots for us. Amazing, right. amazing how this community does this work and how much great stuff comes out of all of us collaborating and the open source uh, researchers who are contributing to so much of our work. Uh, you know, it's just fantastic to see how this is all under, uh, unpacking itself and helping us get out of the problems that we're in. And a lot of the stuff tonight, if I was working at a network uh, and had this kind of exclusive in my hand, I'd be trumpeting it everywhere. Of course, you won't see this kind of stuff on the networks because I don't know why, but <laughs> I, might, I might know why, but you're not going to see it anyhow. So let me tell you, this is the kind of, uh, of you know, big exclusive that you would absolutely trumpet on every network and in, in every major headline. It's a really big story, and I'm really excited to be able to share it with everyone tonight. Let's begin by talking a little bit about um, the White Coat uh, Group, or White Coats Group, however you say it. Tell me a little yeah. bit about who they are. This is, uh, her name is uh, it's Dr. Simon, right? That's her. Dr. Simone Gold. Simone, Simone Gold, Simone. sorry. Yeah, please, it's French. <laughs> so tell me about Simone Gold and her and her little uh, unit. We show, we spoke about them yesterday um, when we described the White Coat Summit, the original one. It was I guess there was a lot of photos taken outside yeah. uh, Capitol Hill. Now there's um, there's this uh, version of it, which was the second yeah. year version of it, right? The America's Frontline Ooh. Doctors. Yeah. That's right. So they went ahead and they had a uh, uh, an anniversary event, if you will. So they did a, a Frontline Doctors White Coat Summit one year later. Um, so that's that quite. I found that quite humorous that they're already uh, sophisticated enough to have uh, reunion events. But the thing that was different about this one um, versus last year, obviously, last year was constructed and, and uh, it was more of a press uh, a, a press uh, event. You will. This one, um, they included a legal track, so there's a legal track uh, running concurrently with their 
obviously their uh, let's call it uh, anti-vax track, and they have their their, their anti-law track essentially. Um, we discovered uh, we discovered yesterday that the CNP actually is the is the origin right. of this group. This is how this group started. Right. The Council for National mm -hmm. Policy sort of sparks this interest in in getting the economy restarted in the middle of the pandemic, and they bring in uh, um, the, uh, Dr. Simon and mm -hmm. I'm going to blank from her name, Simone Gold, sorry. Simone Gold, um, yeah. and, and, she, and she brings in this organization called the White Coats, and then the That's White right. Coats Summit follows from there. And this is basically right. a, a group of MDs that create disinformation. They're there mm -hmm. to influence the narrative of what we're going through in a negative way, as it turns out. And so, so this year they're holding a second, they held a second uh, conference and they included a legal track, uh, right. like mm -hmm. a legal advice That's section. That's right. And uh, there was, it was, no, was not open to the public, it was not open to the press. Mm. which I found quite interesting. Um, so the they had their group because that's always good. Uh, essentially, it was their, their, you know, sort of uh, the people you see over and over at the different you know, events, um, including also now we have different lawyers that were coming out and giving their uh, talks uh, and explaining, you know, different ways you can file complaints and things like that. That's how I was introduced into this whole group was I, you know, I was in a meeting with one of these attorneys. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah. So the, what you were one you were in a meeting with one of the attorneys from uh, who who presented to this group or one of the attorneys that attended that attended. So now not only doctors were arriving there, but lawyers were showing up because That's the right. doctors are useful for spreading some information, but they do have limitations. Lawyers seem to be able to get away with a little bit more, as we've discovered through, um, you know, the big lie. They, you know, they can really drive a lot of disinformation through the legal system. That's really a, a, a sort of a strategy now of the yeah, right wing right. is they can use lawyers and fake arguments and lies in a court yeah. to legitimize mm -hmm. Um, arguments, and we've seen that through, you know, Rudy Giuliani's and uh, and Sidney Powell's big lie. Now we're yep. seeing it as well. You're bringing us evidence today that it's happening mm -hmm. from within the legal community, um, from organized by this America's Frontline Doctors and right. the White Coat Summit, the same group that was started by the Council for National Policy. Yeah, that's right. Yes, and, uh, yeah. and you'll see tonight that lawyers not only have the gift to gab, but they have the ability to really gum up the works in our courts, which yep. is mm -hmm. actually what what happened. And just to back up a little bit, America's frontline doctors also include Scott Atlas. You probably already forgot him. They all come and go. Rand yep. Paul, and so there's a, a, a you know a very the handful. The Tea Party. A very targeted. Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And one of the things that, uh, you know, they're essentially just following suit for Donald Trump's entire history of using the judiciary as a weapon against his opponents, you know, mm -hmm. and now they've started following suit with that. And that is a huge problem, not only for the, the uh, individuals that are party to the suit, but to the entire functioning of those courts, right. because there are so many courts, you know, the, where the docket has already pushed a year and a half because of COVID. You know, right. um, so some, some trials that were supposed to go to trial last year that we were going to be a part of got pushed and they keep getting pushed. Like we're in Texas and we're on the, Jesus, the 17th or 18th COVID update for, for pushing, you know, trials and updates. You've got to um, wonder who would benefit from uh, court cases being uh, postponed. I mean, that, that couldn't benefit yeah. any former president or, or any of his administration, perhaps. Right. And, um, and if, if, yeah, if they start filing these frivolous lawsuits across the country, it, you, they have to be dealt with appropriately through the courts. And that absolutely. takes time and resources and money. 
So even yeah, I think Glenn Kirshner has been on the show and he said exactly that. He said that, you know, they're gumming up the works uh, yeah. and they are, they're, they're doing it on to some extent on purpose. And they, but there's not only that, this is actually costing lives. Like they're using the, yeah. the legal system as an instrument against the American people. It's like, right. it's, you know, it's weaponizing our, our department of justice and weaponizing the justice system against us. And, you know, the people that are doing it are not necessarily Americans. They're also potentially uh, people who come from, uh, you know, foreign intelligence operations or foreign, right. or foreign uh, influence operations. And, and one, of these, so one of these people that you show that came up to this legal summit at the America's Frontline Doctors at the White, uh, Coat, the White Coat Summit this year was a guy named Todd Callender, right? Is that that guy? That's him. Yeah. Tell us who Todd Callender is. Um. I have no idea, Zeph. No, I, I don't. <laughs> the thing about Todd is that uh, there's hardly any information about this guy online whatsoever. Um, you know, he has done a fantastic job of sort of uh, cleaning, you know, his digital record is, is pretty uh, uh, negligible. In fact, we didn't even know what he looked like until we saw the video posted by um, America's Frontline Doctors. So until we saw that video, the, the speech that he gives, we didn't know who he was. Um, and he's a fascinating individual. He's got a fascinating family, which I'm sure we'll talk about. He's got an interesting background. Um, he currently lives in the Bahamas, um, you know, and he has a, a pretty good little uh, system going in the Bahamas with, uh, you know, actually, I'll, I'll take one step back. The only place that he does exist in online is, is in the Panama Papers. So he's a total ghost online, except for the Panama Papers. Panama right. Papers, he's all over. He's the most popular guy in there. But uh, you know, I don't know how people do this because I know a few people who've been able to uh, clear their uh, their entire histories off the internet, and in almost all cases, I suspect them of being you know, agents of of foreign governments i mean i'm not saying that about calendar because we don't know that right. but but we i mean it's certainly the people who work in the shadows as they describe it to me are right. you know are people who work in the shadows they don't get how do you clear your name from yeah. from all of google I and mean, do you have no existence it's, it's not possible it's remarkable man i'm telling you that and that kind of gave us the first you know the first few red flags and you know that we'll dig into but i mean it's remarkable when someone only has you know a 10 12 page background report i mean that's that's i've never seen something like that yeah um, it's stunning it really is stunning so mr calendar over there who we don't know very much about shows up in leaves the bahamas because you know he's got something important to tell the yeah, white coat sure. summit he, 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 so he, well he, he's from colorado you're right he's he from colorado fly right. planes okay his he's law firm is yeah. interesting his international law firm is called the corporate law firm <laughs> And they have okay. a Colorado residence, and they have one in Florida on what my um, OSINT friend says is the Russian Riviera. And that uh, brings us up to speed. But yes, he does yeah. live in um, the Bahamas. This is Calendar speaking at America's Frontline Doctors at their second White Coat Summit, which happened uh, this last July. July 24th, July yeah, July 24th, San Antonio, Texas. So really, really recently. Uh, let's take a listen to what he has to say here. The story begins okay. some years ago with something called the Good Club, where the ultra elite, supremely wealthy, including Bill Gates, Oprah Winfrey, sorry for all of you that love Oprah, Warren Buffett, they all got together in New York and they decided that the world is overpopulated. And you would have seen after that Bill Gates up on a stage no different than this one saying, yeah, the world's overpopulated. 
what he's referring to, and there's another clip that talks about it, he's referring to Event 201, right? The Johns Hopkins held hosted university event that they've had a number of in the past. And what it is, it's a simulation of a viral outbreak, something that the, the Gates Foundation has been a part of for a number of years. So they ran an actual simulation. Uh, and of course, it was a COVID-2 right? Virus. There's a lot of overlap. They actually made, created a, a false, false press uh, video that they would run to say, look, this is what would happen. It was, uh, in fact, Johnson & Johnson was one of the major sponsors there uh, for the vaccine. So if you're ever curious about that, but it certainly wasn't what he proposes it as, like a, a like a Bilderberg version of, of, of genocidal death. I mean, it wasn't anything like that. It Were any of these people at that conference? I mean, was Oprah there? Was, yep. uh, and so, so everyone, know, so when, this is a real thing that happened. There was a conference. John, it, it was a conference, yep. When did it happen? It happened in uh, October, I think, uh, 2019. Okay. So right a few months before the actual pandemic outbreak, but it was hosted by Johns Hopkins University, right? And it was it was uh, it was essentially like running a um, like a, a fire drill. Essentially, it was like they have these. They've and they've done. There's a, quite a number of them, and they they do these as sort of uh, real world model examples of what would we do if this happened, right? Because people have been screaming for years about we need to prepare better for this for whatever vaccine. You know, the timing pandemic. seems remarkable, though. I mean, it does seem like it just happened just before and with a scenario. It's that's so similar, so you, you, you could see how you would raise it raises suspicion to some extent. Propaganda scriptwriters are good. Yeah, but this is an event that really happened. So yeah. yes, it was, it was a real event, and it was uh, you know, but it was it was done for positive reasons, and it was taken as a uh, why would why would this event if it was actually an event for the destruction of the world? Why would they have press releases about it? Why would they send out you know? Uh, why would they have websites that host all the information? It's not like this was secret information. They put it out there because it was you know an event used to warn people. And so there was no secret part of it where they were discussing how to no. handle the population and, and, and you know, come up with some sort of uh, pandemic to kill people. They were just figuring out how to respond to a crisis and an emergency like that. Okay, let's yeah. listen to another bit. We got to get that, that carbon number down to zero. Well, this is the creation, the foundation of what it is we have today. Certainly they're not the first, but they are all eugenicists. And they openly stated that. So along comes then this uh, biological entity, funny enough, Event 201. Has anybody heard about that? Uh, it's interesting. Someone just said on chat that, you know, every uh, conspiracy theory always has a grain of truth, which is a, a rule that we sort of have discussed here on, sure. on, on narrative. And of course, this one has a grain of truth, too. 100%. I mean, that's the thing that, so uh, in the event 201, it was a virus that jumped from pigs. It was a COVID-2 pig virus, mm -hmm. right? Not a bat virus. Um, but I mean, it was incredibly similar. However, uh, you know, given certain circumstances, these things are all pretty, you can predict a whole host of things. These models, right, can predict all sorts of uh, uh, struggles and difficulties in, in, in the reaction of, of uh, you know, um, the, the NIH and the, the reaction of, you know, the CDC. There's all sorts of models that they... Uh, they use to forecast. Right. And that's of course, exactly they are preparing for it. Although it's interesting, okay. that's around the same time, isn't it, that uh, Trump also killed the pandemic response team? Mm -hmm. um, I believe so. Yeah. So yeah. Even, even while this group was preparing for it, uh, Trump was eliminating the, abil the government's yeah. ability to respond in any coherent mm -hmm. way to a pandemic, right. which, is, which is very revealing. Um, yeah. So let's listen to a little bit more. This is, again, tape from inside the white coat summit this is how an anti-vax myth gets formed and we're watching it in mm -hmm. real time here and i just want to spend a second on nuremberg principles i'm sure you've heard about it a little bit before it arises from the atrocities of world war ii 
where prisoners were experimented upon, amongst other things. That all happened in 1945. And really what it created was the first principles, the first recognized principles of international criminal law. The Nuremberg myth. I mean, this is something, or the rule, sorry, but it's a, this is something that has been attached to the um, anti-vax movement. Tell us, Heidi, how this uh, how this developed and what and and how it's been quite prominent. Like I mean, this has been used a lot. Yes, recently. we wondered where it came from, and we think this may be ground zero. And basically, what it does is it does the ooga booga of Hitler, World War II, yeah. and it ties it together with the vaccine movement but beyond that it states if you say oh you were just following orders then you're guilty and he literally on the website that he hosts which i'm sure we'll get to calls these death shots he calls the vaccine death shots so he's tying the horror of the of the holocaust with the punishment of the nuremberg trial Yes, exactly. To the vaccines. So you have these people sitting in the audience who I'm sure are thinking, uh, you know, wow, uh, he uses some words and then they go out and they make their placards and there they go. You see people at protests right afterwards going, Nuremberg Code, look it up. So when Marjorie Taylor Greene comes out and equates vaccinations with the Holocaust, this is where she's getting it from. This is the kind of nonsense that, uh, you know, it comes out of her mouth, comes from these kinds of propaganda meetings where this guy who we have no idea who he is shows up and starts equating vaccinations with the Nuremberg trials, which famously were, you know, to convict uh, Nazis after the Second World War. That's right. And you'll, you'll remember the reason that I found out about this at all was because I was in a meeting the following week with an attorney who attended the conference who was then out you know, looking to raise funds for lawsuits, right? Uh, and so that's how I found about his website, which is vaxchoice.com. So Todd Callender has a website that he hosts called vaxchoice.com. On that website, and he'll talk about it in one of these clips, he has a criminal complaint that he's incredibly proud of. So you can download the criminal, it's like a, 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 a Mad Libs or like a fill, fill in the blank, you know? So you download his criminal complaint and then you put in your information and then theoretically, right, you can go file a criminal complaint against, of course, who? The FDA, right? The, uh, the, uh, the insert, um, who else does he does? It's, uh, it's, the, it's an obscene amount of people who he names as right. defendants. So what uh, they're doing was, here is, is basically creating a, a, a platform for lawyers to start suing uh, this, uh, officials from the government based on these right. ideas, which are kind of nonsensical, right. like uh, comparing this to the Nuremberg um, rule or whatever he's calling it there, which, you know, which is basically, and just to describe this for people, the Nuremberg rule is like the, that I was just following orders basically. So yeah. he's yes. saying people are vaccinating people, they're potentially are killing people because of vaccinations and therefore they're following, they, there's a, a correlation between their, um, what they're doing and what Nazis did when they were killing uh, Jews. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Of course, yeah. one you know, vac- people giving vaccinations are saving lives, proven it's, saving yeah. lives. There's no doubt about it. Eleven times less likely to die if you're vaccinated. Um, there's right. just that's the science. There's there's no other way to look at it. Um, and this guy is, is making a correlation which totally does not exist between uh, you know the morality of of Nazis and the morality of giving someone a vaccination. Let's listen to another clip here. It also provided for death penalties, capital punishment. One of my colleagues had mentioned that. In fact, some of the doctors that took part in Nuremberg's uh, atrocities were hung, as were people that helped them. So no longer after the Nuremberg Code can you say, yeah, I shot him with a, with a vaccine. I was just doing my job. 
that doesn't work anymore. So, wow. Wow. I mean, that's kind of stunning. This is happening in America. This, this guy mm -hmm. in, a, in a legitimate, well, appears to be legitimate conference, but isn't really, is, is, is telling people that vaccinations and the Holocaust are, are basically uh, equivalent. And, and if, you, if you assist in the doctor, right, giving the shot, you're, you're guilty. Yeah. Right. So going to all their bases code, covered. Right. So then and we're going to sue everybody. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all the everyone downstream from the doctor who actually puts the shot in is now guilty because they can't just say they're following the doctor's orders. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's hyperbole. It's hyperbole like to the to the nth degree. And he, you know, he tried to he defend one of these. He tried to defend a, an attorney sergeant. I mean, a, an army sergeant and a, and a mm -hmm. marine. Again, got locked out of court. You know, I mean, it's yeah, got tossed dismissed. right out. So what's happening here is this is not only happening in isolation. Clearly, calendar is one piece of this uh, propaganda effort, but there's probably, you know, at the same time, an influence operation trying to push the same things. When you see Marjorie Taylor Green, Green making those equivalencies, when you see others in, in talk radio making those equivalencies, when you see other people on the ground, um, you know, this is not just happening in one place. And it's also definitely happening on places in places like Facebook, maybe not with the Holocaust, but certainly around That's other right. myths um, related to the um, to anti-vax world. So it's not like yeah. this is just one dude. He's one piece no, 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 of a major operation. Right. That's right. And unfortunately, I don't, I need to get my Facebook uh, status back up to date because in looking at some of the, uh, the, uh, the, the analytics from his website, Vax Choice, and from some other things, the majority, far majority, 60 to 40% was shared on, on Facebook rather than Twitter uh, <clears throat> or any, or any other platform. So Facebook was the sort of main or the predominant sort of uh, uh, medium through which a lot of this message spread uh, or linked back through you know, to, his, to his website. Yeah, Facebook does appear to be the place where you can spread complete lies and propaganda yeah, without I mean, getting any, without being stopped. You know, it's no surprise that they're driving the, the, uh, the traffic to him. It's sad that they're driving the traffic to him. And I'm sure there are lawyers who think they're going to make some money off this uh, by taking oh, these, these, legal, these same legal cases to gum up the legal system. It's horrifying, yeah. yeah. This is totally off topic, but get a good look at the suit. <laughs> just, just get, a, get a good look at the suit. The suit is a tie. Every time I yeah, yeah. Every time I see a, a you know a suspected uh, Russian asset um, like hugging or draping themselves in the American flag, because who does that? I mean, it just makes no sense. But they, <laughs> they seem to go overboard. Like, here's my beautiful couture dress made by <laughs> made in the American flag as an homage to yeah. to America. Uh, this guy's going, going overboard. I think is going to be a theme of this guy. Like, yeah, absolutely. Vax choice. It's we so we're just overboard. getting warmed up. I mean, he yeah. says that some of the things that he says. I'm trying to think of what was it 6a i'm trying to remember which clip it was but we it's the one i did the uh pull quote from yeah. we are just getting warmed up i mean that is yeah. just the beginning Silent of guys. the propaganda yeah. yeah this is really it really is this is a a very ill-fitted suit i gotta say um and, <laughs> and that tie I wonder if it's a Trump tie. It could be a Trump tie. It's Taylor subject to the Nuremberg Code as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's take a look at uh, this final bit about the Nuremberg uh, rule. Can you wage a war by yourself or do you need somebody else to do that? Again, two or more people planning a crime in one step in furtherance. Crimes against humanity. That came out of the Nuremberg Convention or code, Codex, I guess it's called. Genocide, 
homicide, attempted homicide, criminal assault, criminal battery, fraud in connection with a major disaster for emergency benefits, and racketeering. And racketeering. Isn't he racketeering? <laughs> it seems like he might be racketeering. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, these are, these are some of the tamer, uh, tamer language, but he, of course, he's just re repeating some of the uh, principles yeah. of the, the Nuremberg code. But I mean, it's just the, the, the fact that he unabashedly tied them together to, uh, um, the, the sort of uh, public health efforts of, 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 uh, creating a vaccine and then distributing a vaccine for the, health and wellness of our country and our you know uh, citizens is fascinating especially when you find out what his family does for a living we're going to get there in no, just one second give it away yeah we're going to get there we're going to get there but you know, i just want to underline to people that this is you know we you might live in, a, in an ecosystem a media ecosystem which is giving you aspects of the truth if you're watching this show you're getting probably a, the the most uh the most clear version of the truth you out there but the there's a lot of people in America that are living in a, in a echo chamber that is completely um, a right-wing media echo chamber. They are hearing right. Fox News and Newsmax and AOL, um, AON, and they're listening to right-wing talk radio, and they're getting a constant feed in their Facebook feed of a, of a parallel universe, you know, yep. where vaccinations are terrible and that the liberals are going to try to take the world over and, and turn it into a communist uh, American to communist country. They are not seeing or hearing all the truth. They're just not getting it. And um, it's hard to imagine that, but that's just the reality of where people are living at. So, you know, a lot of people can be angry at the people who are not getting vaccinated, but they're also, in, in, to some extent, are, are just victims of a propaganda effort that is completely Absolutely. brainwashing people. Yep. I, and I let's add Epoch Times in there. These are all mm. coordinated talking points. And what he is saying you know, and what he's going to say when we review a few more of those clips, those are all in that propaganda ecosystem you just mentioned, the Newsmax, the OAN, the Fox uh, hosts, as well as Epoch Times. So this I'm is glad uh, you mentioned that because the Epoch Times is, you know, is the number one spreader of uh, anti-vax disinformation in America, right. as we've shown in this show before. And it right. is not only in the newspaper because you might think well that's just one thing but there's advertising and there's an allied tv network called ntd mm -hmm. i think that spreads mm -hmm. so Dynasty. much um disinformation a lot of the youtube videos that you might see about uh vaccination being bad for you or or whatever conspiracy theories you might see on youtube the they are often preceded by a ad for the made by epoch times or by NTD. that's right this is directly linked to falun gong and Falun Gong, as we've shown on the show, is not what we used to think. It's not purely anti-communist. It seems to be in bed right. with Xi, uh, the, the yeah. Chinese leader. So you've got, uh, you know, this is proven stuff. I'm, I'm not saying it out of, you know, just wishful thinking. We've been able to show this. So you've got, you know, you've got a massive operation there. Everyone's heard of the Epoch Times. Everyone, lots of people get it on their doorstep. Oh. A lot of people if it's watch. it's free, you're the product. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely right. It shows up no. uninvited. No. And some for some people, I'm talking to family members, that's all they read now. And I am told that the Chinese edition for Chinese Americans living in America who predominantly speak Chinese, that it's even like 10 times louder and worse than even the American mm -hmm. edition, which is pretty yeah. bad. And let me add to that, you know, when you look at people like Steve Bannon, who operates for the uh, for the Chinese um, um, 
intelligence agencies, um, alongside Guao, who supposedly is anti-China as well, but isn't really. He's operating also as an intelligence asset here. These guys are, uh, you know, are spreading disinformation around coronavirus. Uh, Bannon has a thing called War Room. As, yeah. as if we're in war with uh, over a pandemic, we're not at war over a pandemic. But he's inciting a war really through this pandemic by by running, you know, pandemic myth after myth after myth. He uh, he was in business. I guess he's not anymore with Guao, uh, who's the supposed dissident, who's not a dissident. Also now proven to be as of yesterday spreading. Um, um, anti-vaxxing um, myths out there as well. So you, yeah. he's got his own TV network, something called GTV, I think. Um, and so the, the machine that we're seeing spreading all this, AON, which we've discussed before, Newsmax, all these op- operations, on top of all these church groups, on top of all these other um, ways of, hit, of getting to the grassroots, is, are very, very effective. That's right, yeah. And I'm not sure, guys, I think it's either the American Frontline Doctors or... Vax Choice that's hosted by Epic as well. So we're just trimming out. Oh, uh, EPIK? That's right. Oh, that's a good bit of intel. That was what we talked about yesterday, uh, folks, where the huge hack just occurred. Oh, that'll. there's going to be so much coming out on that. I can't wait to see all the information. Epic is where you go. No one else will host you. He opens his talk with his, he rips off Jeff Foxworthy, which was this comedian in the 90s who just, you might be a redneck if, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So he does all these, he does four or five different strings together, this horrible, like completely unhumorous, you might be a conspiracy theorist. You know, when we had, uh, we were discussing the the, uh, the Moonies last week and the, the, the theme around the amount of brainwashing that goes on where everyone who is not holding your point of view is considered the enemy, right? So if you go right. to um, right-wing people who believe in these anti-vax myths and try to talk sense into them by giving them the facts, they're going to say to you, you're a, um, you know, you're, you're, you're part of the propaganda. You're, you're, you're selling us lies. They're pre-programmed to yeah. believe that everything that they hear that's opposed to what they're saying yeah. are lies, are propaganda. Yeah. It's a yeah. really difficult situation to walk ourselves out of. So even showing yes. people this would not convince anybody that this is actually what's going on in, the, in, in their communities or in their media echo chambers That's but right. wait there's more <laughs> there is we should, we should, you tell me where to go well no i'm <laughs> just saying as we walk as we walk our viewers through yeah i just don't what know what you know about this ghost okay so you tell them tell me where we want to go next um then uh because um, i am uh, i've got only a list of we, of things so try number like six try number six i think it was, uh, okay. i think it was six yeah let's try okay, six. six okay and if, if that doesn't work we can we can just go to the slides okay let's do number six they used the experimental gene therapy shots in addition for the delivery of nanoparticles lipid nanoparticles what is that you can imagine these are atomic sized delivery devices and they carry around i guess it's called proteins viruses, whatever it is, antigens designed to make your body react in a certain way. So <laughs> I've heard this so much. I've heard it's, you want to laugh, but I've heard this so much about nanoparticles at all these yeah. anti-vax rallies that these Jesus it's Christ. programmed along with the uh, magnetization of the vaccine that you, oh you can God, apparently yeah. uh, put a fork Graphing up against your skin and it, and it and magnet and magnetizes. Not true. Doesn't happen. Um, doesn't, also nanoparticles, yeah. not true. Um, 
Lipids, lipids are fat. There's, I mean, that's how it gets into the cell. My wife studied cell molecular biology. She studied the MNRA assay during her, 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 her in, in order to graduate for, to get her PhD. And so she's driving her crazy. They misunderstand the word, you know, the nanoparticle. They think it is some metal thing. And lipid nanoparticles, just a small, you know, application around the outside with lipids so it can slip inside the cell and deliver, you know, what it's supposed to deliver. It's not a bot. It's not being controlled. It's not like that 80s movie where they shrink them down and put them in your blood or whatever that was. <laughs> I mean, this is just, it's its a vaccine, you know, and the MNRA technology has been around for a long time. This is not new technology. And it's, it's, a, and new, it's remarkable. Yeah. It's, it's remarkable, remarkable technology. So yeah. the thing is, it, 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 you can laugh at it, but it's also people are dying because yeah, they are not getting right. vaccinated. I mean, at the end of the day, right. there are people who, who are dying every day to, in, in America today and spreading this disease to, to, to kids. As we saw the number yesterday, 243,000 children uh, getting COVID-19 tested positive last week, just one week. I mean, the, that's, what's the, that's what this is causing. It's not, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's not just people spreading propaganda. It's people that's actually right. spreading propaganda that kills. 